I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. I'm so excited about my new soundboard. You know, freedom is not free. I just, what? Chris, don't shake your head. And you're not going to believe what Chris tried to pull on me. See the new fancy soundboard thing? It has something where I can rewind it now or fast forward it now. And he didn't want to tell me about it at all because he doesn't want me pressing any buttons. He thinks I'm going to mess something up. I'm going to sit. I'll just rewind all day, Chris. I'll just sit here and rewind and rewind Uh, like uh, Vivek Murphy. I'm going to do some rewinding on this one, Chris. Let's test it out. He said, quote, from a broad public health standpoint, at the population level, masks work at the margins, maybe 10%. But for an individual who religiously wears a mask, a well-fitted KN95 or N95, it's not at the margin. It really does work. Do you see how some find this an extremely significant statement? Because for most of us, we were told it didn't matter what kind of mask. Mm -hmm. Any mask was good. Our kids had to wear masks for an extra year and a half in school, and Mm -hmm. none of them wore them the right way. Well, I can certainly understand that for many people who were listening closely to the messages that were coming through and guidance as to what... First of all, let's pause for a second. It's... Do you hear his voice? Why do all the people in our government talk what like you do when they recognize that sometimes it's, like, it's, it's shocking to me how effeminate these people are margins, maybe 10 percent. But for an I individual mean, who religiously this? wears a mask, a well-fitted Shut KN95 up, or N95, it's not at the margin. It really does work. Do you see how some find this? An extremely oh, I rewound it too far, statement? Chris. Dang because it. for most of us, we were told it didn't matter what kind of mask. Mm-hmm. Any mask was good. Our kids had to wear masks for it does go pretty fast, but I'm probably using it too well, so it goes faster than other people would 
would be able to do. An extra year and a half in school, and none of them wore them the right way. Well, I can certainly understand that for many people who were... Have you taken your male vitality stack from chalk today? You want to sound like this? Listening closely to the messages that were... How lacking in testosterone is America? I've, I've told you all the numbers. 50% decrease in your testosterone in 90 days. Or 50% decrease in testosterone in the last 50 years. 50%. Numbers are in half. You, you want proof? Coming through and guidance as to what to do. Do you want to sound like that? You, you're going to sound like that if they drop any lower. Or you could go get a 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days. Naturally. Natural herbal supplements from chalk, male vitality stack, female vitality stack for the ladies so you don't end up with a dude who talks like this. They recognize that sometimes guidance shifted and evolved over time. CHOQ.com, promo code JESSE. Get you 50% off. Go get your male vitality stack, female vitality stack today. Back to Vivek. That can be disconcerting. And sometimes the guidance does evolve over time as you learn more. And I... Guidance evolves over time. That was really the whole point of me playing that. Guidance evolves over time. You know, that would be more acceptable now if any of these monsters who spent years abusing you and your freedoms, if even one of them, when they were presenting presenting any of this stuff, said, I don't know, we're not sure, we're still figuring it out, things may change. But none of these pieces of trash said that. None of them did. What did they all say? Everyone everyone knows. What did they say? Over and over and over again. What were they saying? Well, the science is settled. It's settled. It's settled science. Science is settled. Settled science. Settled science. Settled science. We know. I trust science. Remember? Remember? I believe in science. Do you remember that? That was the greatest part. I believe in science as if it's God somehow. I remember it like it was yesterday. All right, you know what? We're not going back to that right now. I have other things. I just this is a this is a this is something that's near and dear to my heart because it drives me crazy. I live in Texas. I know you're everywhere, but I live in Texas. And in Texas, occasionally we will lose power. Or if we don't lose power, they will put out messages to us asking us, hey, uh turn tone down your power usage. We're running out of power. We're running out of power. I'm looking at an article right here, why the U.S. is struggling to modernize the electric grid. And I just want to clarify something for every single person. In the United States of America, we are so blessed, it's beyond comprehension. Not just, not just blessed by a capitalist government, at least it used to be. We're not just blessed by having two big oceans, on each side, that's a big advantage. It's a big advantage. That, that's nice. Natural resources. There are huge portions of this planet where there just isn't much valuable under the ground. It's one of the craziest things about Russia. Yeah, they have oil and gas. But for how big it is, Russia doesn't have very much stuff. They still don't have very much good stuff to use. In America... We are sitting on amounts of oil, gas, shale, others. We are sitting on enough energy in this country to easily power the entire planet for hundreds of years. That is not an overstatement. You are welcome to go look it up. We are sitting on endless supplies of energy. 
endless supplies of energy in this nation, especially with what we know about nuclear power now, too. We don't even just have to have coal plants, although there's tons of those and should be more. Coal, gas, oil, nuclear. We have endless supplies of energy. So I said that to tell you this, because it's one of my big, big, big pet peeves. I said that to tell you this. If you ever run out of power in your area, California, all the brownouts and blackouts, Texas, we're running out of power. If you ever run out of power in the United States of America, it's the government's fault. It is the government's fault. There are no excuses. It's why I never adjust my thermostat when you tell me we're running out of power. Oh, would you turn down your gas usage? We're running out of gas. Um, that sounds like a personal problem. If we're running out of power, maybe you, quote, going green genocidal lunatics should stop reducing the amount of power we have on purpose because that's what they're doing. They're attacking all the power that works supposedly in favor of some new power, which will come online any day now. But if your area runs out of power, whether you were listening to the sound of my voice now in Alaska or Miami or anywhere in between, if the power goes out, unless it's like a power line that goes down, but if the power goes out, it's the government's fault. Understand that. It's the government's fault. All the power is there. All the energy is there. These people are artificially making us all poorer. Which brings me again to this. A WEF survey says the world will shed 14 million jobs by 2027. Now, maybe you think they're complaining but we haven't played him for you in a while. Chris, dig this up. Yuval Noah, when he talks about useless eaters, there's something about the the elites who run the world that we always have to remember. These people, as you know, they don't love any country. There's no patriotism. They have no connection to the real world, and they see themselves as kings and queens. And part of the seeing yourself as a king and queen thing is this. You see, when you're a president, you should look at people, your the people in your nation, as your fellow citizens. There should be a kinship there. I know that's not how Biden looks at it, but that's how a president would look at his people. If you study enough history throughout the history of mankind, you will find that kings and queens oftentimes will simply treat the peasants like fodder. Like, like complete fodder. They're not important at all. They're just to be used for the purposes of the king and the queen. So when you have an organization like the WEF talking about reducing the number of jobs, talking about reducing people, c- accusing some people of being useless eaters, it's important we all understand two things. One, the WEF is majorly wired in with the elite institutions of the entire planet, including the President of the United States and others. So this is a popular organization. And two, when they tell you we have a bunch of people we don't need anymore, these people are planning to get rid of the people we, quote, don't need anymore. Because they don't have a soul you would recognize. Remember, it's all black in there. Did you find it, Chris? You get it? Yeah, here you play it. Play it. So we may be facing, in the 21st century, a completely new kind of inequality 
which we have never seen before in human history. On the one hand, the emergence of a new upgraded elite of superhumans enhanced by bioengineering and brain-computer interfaces and things like that. And on the other hand, a new massive useless class, a class that has no military or economic usefulness and therefore also no political power. A useless class. That is not some obscure loser on Berkeley. That is a high-ranking human being in the World Economic Forum. That guy, I guarantee, has the president on speed dial. Keep that in mind. They're happy about the job loss because they want people to die and go away. All right? All right. Now, that's enough of that. We have to come back and make a little bit more fun of the interior secretary again. And we'll make fun of the view because there's supposedly a big writer's strike going on. And you don't, you wouldn't think it, but writers are important. They're really, really important. They're the people you don't see. They're the behind the scenes people. I personally don't have any, but I'm going to. I don't think I actually ever will, but that would be fun, wouldn't it, Chris? If we had a team of writers, and then we wouldn't have to think of anything. I actually love this. Let's get on this. <laughs> All right, we'll make fun of The View and the Interior Secretary and talk about the jobs report and much more coming up on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and I just want to come back to this again. I want to circle back. Let's circle back like Jen Saka used to do. And what do I want to circle back to? Well, Howard Dean. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. The Interior Secretary, the lady in charge of 70,000 employees at the Department of the Interior, the one tasked with America's natural resources, is the dumbest human being to walk the planet. The Biden administration has imposed, including now for our military, the metals needed to make the lithium-ion batteries in those vehicles are, of course, lithium, nickel, graphite, and cobalt. Now, can you tell me what nation is the largest producer of refined lithium in the world? No, I can't. It's China. Can you tell me which nation is the largest producer of refined cobalt in the world? No, Senator. It's China. Do you know what nation is the largest exporter of natural graphite to the United States globally? No, Senator. It's China. Okay. So in all of these instances, these mandates, your decision to trade off our energy. The dumbest human being ever. Ever. Well, I don't know. Diversity hire is probably up there. Who's the dumbest person in our government? You know what? It's t Stop. Stop the show. That's what we're going to have to dig into now. What, Chris? It's not Joe Biden. But now, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh, Joe's dumber than him? <laughs> you put Joe Biden and Senator Cucumber in the same room and Cucumber's going to outthink him? No way. No. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's set aside Joe Biden and Cucumber. Because Joe Biden has dementia, so let's just set him aside. Hey, maybe that's the disability I'll identify as. Is that what, Chris? I can do that. Anyway, maybe we'll talk about that later. Set aside Joe Biden. Set aside Senator Cucumber. Who are the dumbest people in the federal government? AOC's always on that list, but have you heard that Maisie Hirono, the senator from Hawaii, Maisie Hirono? Maisie Hirono might be the dumbest one. What, Chris? Who? Who's the one that that Guam? That's uh, uh, Hank Je Hank Jefferson? Hank something? Look up Congressman Hank something. Chris, you have to find that clip. Remember when this idiot was concerned about it? Too many people 
crowding on one side of an island that it would tip over. These people are, I think it's Hank Johnson, by the way, Chris. I think it's Congressman Hank Johnson, if I remember right. Hank Johnson, pull up that clip whenever you get it. Let me know. Hank Johnson's got to be on the short list. Maisie Hirono's on that short list. Oh, Sheila Jackson Lee has got to be on that short list. She is, man, she should be institutionalized. She's so stupid. Uh, the dumbest person in the government. Deb Holland, uh, this, this qualifies you for, oh, he has it? Oh, play it, Chris, play it. Level is, what, 12 miles from shore to shore, and at its smallest level, uh, or smallest, uh, uh, location, it's, uh, seven miles, uh, between oh. one shore and the other. Is that correct? I don't have the exact uh, dimensions, but uh, to your point, sir, I think Guam is a small island. Very relatively. small island and about 24 miles, if I recall, long. So 20, 24 miles long, about seven miles wide at the least widest uh, place on the island and about 20 about 12 miles wide oh. uh, uh, on the widest part of the island. Oh, brutal. And um, I don't know how many square miles that, <laughs> that is. Do you happen to know? I don't have that uh, figure with me, sir. I can certainly supply it to you if you'd like. Yeah, my, my fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and, uh, and capsize. Uh, we don't anticipate that. I gotta say. That's the best part is the poor guy sitting in front of Congress and he's got, and he's got to address it and he just comes out with the, uh, we don't, in, we don't anticipate that being a problem. <laughs> but you never know. You never know. Ah, gosh. Well, anyway, I want you to know we're going to dig into this and we're going to find the dumbest person in the government. There's a lot to choose from. We'll find them. Jesse, if you were forced to leave the country, where would you go and how? I'm of two minds on this. One, I used to watch a lot of Westerns when I was a kid. And I've read a lot of history of America and North America. And I'll tell you, back to the Western thing, like Billy the Kid and stuff like that, I feel like I could slip into Mexico and live life pretty well down in Mexico. I feel like I could. I would go, what, Michael? Why are you shaking your head? What? Oh, uh, absolutely speak the language. Again, I'm a natural linguist. Spanish just uh, it automatically oblaws to me, one, so... Don't obfuscate, Chris. Don't I? What? <laughs> anyway, I naturally speak the language. Um, I like the beer. I like the food. I like the music's even good. That's wonderful music. Why are you laughing, Michael? I feel like I could blend in pretty well in Mexico, too. I could. I could. I have three or four sombreros at the house. I have jeans and cowboy boots. Mexicans wear jeans and cowboy boots. I feel like I would just kind of blend in and become part of the community. So part of me wants to slip into Mexico like an outlaw, and maybe I would live in the in the Mexican mountains, and you'd look me up, and I'd be up there cooking my refried beans over the campfire or something like that. But then there's another part of me that thinks, I could live on a boat. 
No, hear me out. Yes, I could, Chris. A, bo- a nicer boat. I mean, it may be a fixer-upper, but a nicer boat. P- pull it into international waters. I can go wherever I want. I'll just go from from port town to port town, spreading the message of anti-communism, pop in a Red Lobster here, munch on some Cheddar Bay biscuits, back to the boat. I think I could live on a boat. I'm going to live on a boat one day. What, Chris? I will live on a boat. I can do it. Let's talk about job openings. It's a bad bad sign here. And uh, another bad sign from the New England Journal of Medicine. Now, before we get to all the ickies, let's get to you and your shooting. Because we all have to practice. Practice, practice, practice. We all have to practice. Mantis X is the way we get to practice without having to drive to the range, without having to spend a bunch of money on ammunition. We will practice in the comfort of our homes, in our office, although you better get permission for that first. Mantis X is dry fire practice. Dry fire practice is everything. The Green Berets use Mantis X. The Marines, Mantis X. They'll put you through drills. It's not just live fire stuff or not just, uh, not just target practice is what I'm trying to say. They'll give you feedback, improve your technique and put you through drills. It's fun. It's safe and you'll get really, really good. No matter your experience level. Go to mantisx.com today, all right? Mantisx.com. We'll be- when you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and I have to get to some emails and things like that because I've been lax on that. I do want to bring this up really quickly, though. New England Journal of Medicine publishes proposal that medical students should be segregated by race. Just want to remind you once again, the most frightening industry that's being taken over right now by monsters is not the legal industry. That's bad enough. It's the medical one. There are some really, really evil things going on in medical schools across this country. Wrap your mind around this. Listen to this mother again. This is taking place, in case you're wondering where this is, this is taking place in Louisiana. She's giving a testimony before the Louisiana State Congress. Listen, listen to this. I'm going to let it play. It's a little long. Listen to this deep sickness. And listen to the parts of the medical industry that are very clearly aiding this deep sickness and mutilating this poor little girl. And then I, I was Christmas shopping for them. They were 18 months old. And I bought one of those toy tool benches. And I was making the joke that, well, when one of them comes to me and says they're a man when they're 18, I can't say I didn't see it coming just because they kind of did draw to boy toys. And I was just making a joke. But I am so glad I said it out loud because I have that in my mind now that at 18 months old, something, something somewhere was telling me what he knew all along. Um, When he could start talking, he articulated to me that he was a boy. Mommy, I'm a boy. Mommy, I'm a boy. And both of my kids did. Mommy, I'm a puppy. All that. It's, it was very different. And we drug our feet on it because, what? You know, it's normal to not understand that, obviously. Um, so we saw therapists and we saw doctors. And ultimately, we came to know what he has known all along, which is that he really is a boy. He really is. And I will be starting Um, gender-affirming care for him. He's been seeing doctors for years, and it is a very long process. They are very thorough. So I'm going to interrupt you just for a second. I'm going to give you a few extra seconds to uh, prove that. You can't have it up. Aren't they cute, though? Okay. So now that he is uh, almost 11 and starting puberty, we are discussing puberty blockers. And what that would do, it would prevent him from growing the body of a woman. Because I promise you, he's not a woman. He shouldn't be in a woman's body. And honestly, I don't think he could survive if we forced him into it. I really don't. So we will find that care for him. I will go to the ends of the earth if I had to for either of these children. And we'll probably just go to New York, not the ends of the earth. But um, if this bill passes. So please don't make us travel for doctor's appointments. That's what evil sounds like. Don't don't depersonalize it. That's an 11-year-old girl. <laughs> an 11-year-old girl who has been so abused mentally by her demon of her mother, psychiatrists, doctors, that at 11 years old, they're about to start injecting her with things that will help wreck her life, and then they'll eventually put her under the knife and make sure her life is completely wrecked.
again, this is this is back to a consistent theme we've been talking about on the show recently. Are we a night? Are we a nation worthy of freedom? Not every nation's worthy of freedom. I don't know that we are. So I mean, hey, makes this news easier to take. Job openings fall to the lowest level since April 2021. We have severe, and I mean severe, economic problems coming. Federal Reserve, they're debating the next rate hike. And here's what we're facing when they debate that. And there are no good options. There are two options. The banks are closing. We've already, well, we've already lost some banks. I don't want to tell you your bank's going to close, but we've lost some banks. We will lose some more. I can tell you that. And the interest rate hikes are contributing to this. They're raising interest rates. But interest rate hikes are the only thing that can stop inflation. You can have inflation or you can have interest rate hikes. You don't get a third option. They're doing the best they can to raise rates as slowly as humanly possible so it doesn't create a run on the uh, the banks, while at the same time, they're being hyper aware that we haven't even slowed down our money spending and inflation is not getting better. Inflation is still double digits year over year, meaning you're worth a lot less now than you were last year just because your dollar is worth less. These people the dumbest, most despicable people on the planet run our government, and they're the ones in charge of this, what are they calling it? Soft landing is what they said they're going for. Make sure you're taking care of yourself and being prepared out there. All right, let's get to some emails. Jesse, my boss works remote most days. I've been at my job five years. I've never seen my department such a mess. My coworkers running amok, no oversight, everyone just doing whatever they want. I have, I have zero incentive to go above and beyond anymore, and I'm a healthcare worker. The world is so sad. Again, all the remote workers get mad at me, and I get that it doesn't apply to every field, but one of the most damaging things that happened to this nation ever is what happened during COVID when we reconditioned society into believing you should just work from home. Devastating effects on society. It made people more lonely. You don't have more human-to-human interaction. It destroyed a real working environment that produces better products. Bosses are lax. Employees are lax. It has been a net negative gigantically for the country. And the problem is it probably can't be reversed because if you talk to these employers, and I've been talking to a lot of employers recently and working with some guys who are kind of setting up an alternate economy, uh, what you're finding out is this. Top talent, when you're a business, you need talent. Your business is only as good as the employees you bring in. You have to have top talent. Well, top talent, they want the option of working from home. If we, uh, if me, Chris, and Michael, we have to bring in another producer, we're going to want a good one, aren't we? And we're going to go looking. And what if we find one? He's just dynamite. Super funny. He's going to work in well. He'll fit in well with the crew here. He likes Red Lobster, so he has all the necessary skills. But... He wants to work from home. I'm obviously going to say no. I would never allow that. And he's just going to go work for another radio show. It's the bottom line. I'll just do it. Hey, Jesse, why not take your book tour on a boat? This is what I was just talking about, Chris. You could visit all kinds of historic places and many waterways in the country while touring. You can make it a dress rehearsal for your Pacific War tour. 
Chris, this is a great idea. I don't understand why you can't make this happen. I want to do a book tour on a boat. I think that's a really cool idea. The problem with that is I think that would get pretty expensive. That's one. And two, remember, I still have to do my show. My book tour is going to consist of bouncing around to various affiliates and doing a show and then doing a book meet or a book meet and then the show. I don't know how these people are going to do it. I've never done this before. What I do know is that the Anti-Communist Manifesto is available for pre-order at jessekellybook.com, Chris. I do know that. Oh, and did I mention? We, uh, we're already starting to get some of the early copies in. I, of course, don't have one. How do I not have one? But other people involved in the process, like the publisher and what, they're having them and they're texting me pictures of them. The book looks sick. It looks sick. They tell me, I haven't actually touched the stupid thing yet. They tell me, you know that cool cover we have on it? Kind of that black and gray cover. Very plain. I told them I wanted it very simple because I'm a very simple person, Chris. Anyway, that cover that's on it, I'm told it's almost textured. It's not just straight paper. It's textured. It looks cool. I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it. I'm gonna, I've already thought about this. As a joke, the wife's going to get so mad. I'm going to give it out to all family and friends as Christmas gifts. You know how you always send out Christmas gifts? I'm going to take, they're sending, uh, I think I get 50 free ones or something like that. They're sending me 50 of them. And I'm just going to start, I'm going to start mailing them out to friends and family. Hey, Merry Christmas. Got you some great reading material. <laughs> That'd be great. With a picture, with a picture of me on the, no, what I'll do, Chris, I'll autograph all of them for family and friends. That'll be great. <laughs> all right. Quit. Focus. I'm focused now. I'm but super focused. My focus is just stay focused. We have headlines I didn't get to. Maybe a couple more emails. But let's focus on switching our cell phones first. Cell phone's such an easy one. We talk about putting our money where our morals are, and that can get so difficult. And in, in many cases, it can get impossible. Where do you shop? Where do you go? What movies do you watch? Can you do anything? Well, cell phone's the easy one. Cell phone's the gimme. Cell phone's the one, if we're being honest, we really should do. Because when you switch to Pure Talk from Verizon or AT&T or T-Mobile, you're on the same 5G network as one of the big guys. Your bill is cut massively. My bill got cut in half. So you're saving money and you're supporting a company that shares your values. What's the reason you haven't switched? Pick up your phone. You get to keep that phone if you want it, or they'll sell you a new one, but pick up your phone. Dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. 10 minutes on the phone. They speak English, which is so refreshing these days. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. Switch to Pure Talk now. Missed out? Catch up. JesseKellyShow.com It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show. I don't like to do this often. I don't like to point out problems I may have. No one wants to hear that complaining or anything like that, so I don't like to do this often, but I would like your prayers if you don't mind. Uh, I have a, a middle school dance concert I have to go to after the show tonight. My sons, they make them, they make them be in band, and both of them suck. They're, they both play the tuba, and it's terrible. They're not even good, and I have to go. And not only, it's not just that I have to go. I have to go, and the wife is so excited about it, 
And what do you mean why, Chris? You'll you'll understand when you start having babies. The women get excited about these things, the kid things. Not only is she excited about it, she will insist that I be excited about it. And I'm I'm six eight. She's five two. So what she does is I get forced into doing the photography at these things. Oh, I can't see James. Here, hold up my phone so you can have this angle. So I'm not only there suffering through this music. I am there impeding other people's views, holding up a phone like I'm some Instagram model. Oh, look at that. Look at that. It's the most brutal thing in the world. I wish... I had to go get a root canal instead of going to a band concert when I get off the air. So like I said, I need your prayers. Now, here's what you need. You need some dream sheets, some Giza dream sheets, and you need them from my pillow. And oftentimes when you think about that, maybe you're thinking to yourself, Jesse, I know I need them. I know I spent a third of my life in bed. Jesse, you're so smart and handsome. I know I should get the sheets, but as they cost too much money and look, money doesn't grow on trees. I get that. That's why you wait until now lowest price ever. You can get them as low as 29.98. Isn't the best night's sleep worth 29.98? Go to mypillow.com Promo code Jesse, and let's do keep in mind when we talk about my pillow, we're talking about a corporation that not only shares our values, promotes our values. Mike Lindell costs himself business to push the things you want and I want. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special square, and use the promo code Jesse. All right? Mypillow.com, promo code Jesse, or call them 800 845 0544. Look, this guy's still the president. And to cheer for Muslim, for, we cheer for Muslim athletes like Kareem Abdul Jabbar. I know him. <laughs> I can't. Oh, and did I mention this ramp up on attacks on the Supreme Court? It's intentional. It's going to keep going. Understand what Mao said a long time ago all political power comes from the barrel of a gun. Today's Democrats think the exact same way. They are communists. That's why you've inevitably seen this. I've, I've seen it. I experience it all the time. If somebody makes a Democrat mad in some way, one of the first things they'll do is say, post his address. What's this guy's address? What is that? That's a de facto threat of violence. That's what that is. Hey, we'll come get you. We'll come hurt you. That's what they do. Violence is second nature for them. Because it's a religion of destruction, and you're a heretic that wants to stop the destruction. So pay attention to this little bit between Josh Hawley and the Supreme Court. Well, the threat is we will deny you security unless you do what we want. We had an assassin come to the home of Justice Kavanaugh and try to murder him. We have had credible threats on the lives of other justices. And now members of this body say, we will deny you security for you, your families, your children, unless you do what we want. Extraordinary. Extraordinary. Judge Mukasey, can I just ask you, longtime distinguished jurist, former attorney general of this country, do you think it's appropriate to threaten the security of, of justices of the United States and their families 
in order to get them to comply with the wishes of this body? No. Have you, have you heard of something like this being done before? I have not. I haven't either. And I have to say, at a time when we have had three different credible assassination attempts or threats against justices, we still have people illegally going to the justices' homes to attempt to influence their decisions in cases. You want to hear what Chris Murphy thinks about that? Democrat loser senator from Connecticut? Want to hear what he thinks about all this stuff? Well, talking about conflicts of interest. Uh, Around 15 years ago, uh, I introduced the Supreme Court Ethics Act. At the time, I had no clue how vast, how brazen, how outrageous the series of conflicts of interest on this court were and could get. At the time, there were simply reports of a handful of justices attending political conferences or giving political speeches. To me, that was bad enough. The integration of Supreme Court justices into a broader political infrastructure. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to play it all. Of- I'm not going to play it all because I'm already bored. Just understand what you're seeing now is a very focused, coordinated effort to attack the Supreme Court because it's the final wall keeping them back for some from some very scary things. All right, all right. Here's a headline. By go, you know the you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. Blue states suffer largest population tax revenue losses as red states see the largest gains, according to IRS data. Of course, people fled California, New York, Massachusetts, so on and so forth. Where'd they move to? Florida, Texas, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Tennessee. So remember, whenever I use the words national divorce and it makes you angry, I understand it making you angry. I totally get it. But it doesn't matter whether it makes you happy or makes you sad. It is inevitable. Biden's DHF Chief Chief Mayorkas refuses to comment on four-time deported illegal alien accused of killing five in Texas. Well, he refuses to comment because his job is to aid illegal aliens. His job is to open the border. His job is to flood this country with people we will do things like this. I'm not worried about American citizens. These people don't think in terms like that. Bud Light sales down 26% compared to a year ago. I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's actually ramping up, not down. Sales are getting worse. It's really fantastic. I'm proud of you. Late night shows to shut down immediately after the Writers Guild strike was called. Oh, I forgot about The View. The View, what did they say? Hold on, let me pull this out. The View's whining about it because they were dumb enough when they had writers. As you know, there is a writer strike on, and so we don't have writers, okay? So you're going to hear how it would be when it's not, you know, slicked up, okay? We don't have writers today. We usually do have writers. They were that dumb before with writers? <laughs> All right, keep your chin up. You can email me, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. That's all. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. 
I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.